Welcome to Grid Talk, your weekly RC racing podcast with your host, myself, Russell Lee, and as always, the fantastic Chris. How are you doing, Chris? I'm not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm alright, man. I'm alright. Anyway, before we get into it, let me thank the sponsors. So a massive thank you to CML Distribution, Schumacher Racing and Willspeed, the companies that keep us in air every week. And in a fortnight or two weeks, we'll be supplying us with a load of prizes for Christmas. How about that, Chris? I've seen a few of them pro- that prize list as well. It's looking uh, it's looking even better than last year this year, which is, which is a good right. thing. I've done all right. And even, we've, we've R- done even RC House has come back today with a couple of prizes. But anyway, we're going off on a tangent here. Um, let me say hello to Factory Matt Thompson and Ryan Clark from Schumacher. How are you doing, boys? You okay? Good Thanks. evening, guys. Excellent. Good to have you on. Yeah, no nice to be back on. Yeah, well, we thought... We've had Matt on, we've had Ryan on. It's coming to Christmas. We want a good, friendly, friendly laugh. Let's just get you both back on for a bit of an end of season finals together, and uh, we can see at the end of the show we'll find out who was faster at Silverstone on Tuesday night. <laughs> well, <laughs> it all comes down to that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep uh, we'll keep we'll keep the view, the listeners in suspense for that one. There. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it. Because it it's is a big one. But speaking of uh, quick workshop, Matt, you had a good run. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a good run. Yeah, I, were, I couldn't quite believe the situation I ended up in in the two-wheel drive final when uh, I knew I was in third with about three minutes to go, and I had Neil Cragg and Tommy All breathing down my neck. You know, I was, world champion and the current European champion. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, how much were you twitching at that point? Well, I was quite glad that Muzz hadn't realised I'd got into third. They were more focusing on the battle at the front with Jamie Hall and, and Johnny Skidmore. And I thought, Christ, do not realise I'm third. Because if you do, this is fifth, <laughs> sixth, whatever. This, this is going to be it back. And uh, he didn't, thankfully, he didn't realise, yeah. And uh, I just yeah. I potted, literally potted round. Uh, but I managed to hold it, yeah, to the line. It was quite a bit of pressure, that. <laughs> normally, normally I shout and go, "Go on, Matt, yeah. go on, Smithy, whatever." And I didn't because I knew he was twitching up there because he he clipped a couple of hoses on the way around at about three and a half minutes. I thought, "Don't shout," because yeah. if he bins it, you're gonna get it on you. Yeah, well, it was like... last lap. I overjumped. Uh, that that you obviously you were there, Chris. You know when you came off the yeah. the, the box in front of Rostrum and that kick. Yeah. Up, I overjumped it and I had to hit the gas so hard so it didn't lawn dart it and sent driver through a windscreen. You know, I, 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 <laughs> it, luckily it landed all right and uh, I thought I'm just going to get round. But I did like it were, I was coming up onto that box and Muzz come out, Mike, and he went, there's 10 seconds left. And I thought, oh Christ, I'm going to get through for another lap here. You know, like, yeah, you do. Another lap of torture. <laughs> you know, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I can only imagine the sort of, you know, the speed. I mean, you've got this red and yellow missile coming at you, <laughs> lap after lap. The, the gap's coming down, you know, half a second a lap. And then you think, right, I've only got to hold him off. I've only got to hold him off. And then there's this black and orange thing coming oh, flying. What the worst is, Neil were behind me at first, and then I, he had a mistake, and I thought, nice one. 
And then I realised it was Tommy behind me. I thought, oh, God, another one. Just, just Can't it just be somebody who'll qualify P10 <laughs> yeah. or something? And I think, yeah, I might be about the same speed as him. And I thought, oh, God, it's Tommy. Um, I just thought, <laughs> j- just stay online. And it, 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 behind you, he's so aggressive. And he's like, he's looking left, right. I'm thinking, oh, God. <laughs> but look, I actually yeah. had a bit of pace, which were all right. And it served me well in that yeah. final. No, you didn't. You were hanging <laughs> your life. Well, I was actually explaining to Craggy about uh, Rye speed, and Ryan can tell you about that in a bit. Um, and, and, and after, he says, "What I see last few laps, Matt, we had a bit of Rye speed, and he, he actually quoted it. So, you know, <laughs> I'll let Ryan explain what Rye speed is. So basically, um, <laughs> it's the Nationals this year. Once I, I, if I was starting to have a decent run and I got about four minutes, that was it. My lap times just dropped off about three or four tenths a lap for the last minute just to get a score in the book. So, and then obviously the lads started taking the piss and saying, oh, obviously Rye speeds back on one. So, and that's basically how, how most of my nationals went this year. I kind of got, 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 drove for four minutes okay and then put Rye speed in the bank for another, another minute. Well, oh, that's what. No... God, sorry, I was going to say, there was no Roy Speed in your four-wheel drive final at uh, Workshop, was there? No, well, there was a bit of it, but there was just a few people clambering <laughs> behind us. I managed to hold my nerve and, uh, yeah, I managed to get, get past James Helliwell at about about a minute and then I just had him breathing down my neck for four minutes. Um, and then but, who, was it, who was it that was coming up behind him as well? That, that had a bit... Um, oh, Wait, who, Pierce? Oh, it was Pierce, yeah, Steve Pierce. Yeah, it was yeah, Pierce, Steve Pierce, Pierce, weren't Pierce, it? Yeah. Well done, Pierce. Um, <laughs> you know, Hello, I actually thought... got past him at the end of the straight. He had that much horsepower on the straight, James. <laughs> yeah. He got past Ryan, but he couldn't stop it. And he braked, and all four wheels locked up with full right hand lock, and he just slid past Ryan, and he went back up inside him. <laughs> yeah, I think that car still had his work, so it's had his Robin Hood Raceway speedo settings yeah. on it, didn't it? It was so fast, wasn't it? Yeah, it, <laughs> it was, was, it was good fun to watch that. But now, but that, like... that's got to be the widest L1 Evo I've seen in months. That's it. Yeah. If there's one thing I pride it on, yeah, I can make the car wide if need be. It was like you were racing a storm. <laughs> <laughs> Just had them wide hexes on the back, didn't I? Yeah. So, yeah. But no, nah. that, that was actually that's my um, my best result at work up to date. Yeah. Maybe it was, maybe it was uh, the the appearance of a certain co-podcast host of mine that spurred you both on I think it was I think it was I seen him putting um, putting the car on the truck and thought well can't let him out do us well Muzz oh, said Muzz said out as well Video Muzz yeah. said he had the timing running and I was three quarters of a second faster than Chris after two laps <laughs> so. three quarters of a second my arse mate that's what he said <laughs> you call him Muzz a liar you know what I mean you know what I, I, I normally stick up for a muzz on a lot of things, but muzz, if you're listening, you're talking shit. He <laughs> didn't say that. He said I was off a second faster. So, there you go. Anyway, but <laughs> I'll tell you, what do you think of the surface then? Because um, was it your first time there, Ryan? No, I, I've done um, I've, I've done a few um, series there. I just never do very good there, if I'm honest. Yeah, bit of a um, bug track for you, Ryan. It. It is, it is, but I think a little bit of learning the cars a little bit more and just sort of getting a setup where I like it. Um, it, it went really well, like the, the first two rounds of this year. 
Um, I, I love it. I love workshop. It's different. I don't particularly like carpet racing. Um, so just going there because it's a different. It's different. It's closer to the outdoors. It kind of just suits me a little bit more, yeah. I suppose. For, for me, I, never driving there before, having a go with Chrissy's car, I was surprised that how fast hmm. Chrissy's car was and how much traction it had coming out the corners. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think it was going to be like like it was. I, I struggled with asking the car for too much steering, and it was over rotating. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I thought it'd be under steer city, and like you couldn't go, and mm. wouldn't be able to get on the gas because the back end had come round. Yeah, it was, it was a real nice surface to drive on. I mean, obviously, if you if you if you punch the gas, yes, it it gave you gave you a world That's of trouble. That's the thing, Ross. It's but it's, it's a it, very unique. Yeah. It's a unique surface that, like, you know, it, it's not low grip, but it's not high grip, and you know, the car needs to slide to be quick. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. uh, it, it's it's. I, I find it a lot of fun. It's a race. I think the only way I can kind of describe it grip wise is, remember back in the day, you know, when the war was on, and uh, we were all running Schumacher mini spike tires on mm. blown out grass, mm. Mm. and you get that dust that comes through the grass. So it's not low grip because you've still got mm. the spike digging into the dirt, but. It it does it, it does slide. slide a bit. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way I can describe it. And I think it's a real driver's surface. Oh, two yeah. wheels at the end of the straight at works I mean, if you have a marshal at like point one at the end of the straight, you watch two wheels if they've got a fast sweeper in. The, the you know, from three quarters of the way down straight when people start turning in, the, the sideways two wheel drives, yeah. like all the way around, they just you're all it, it's ace to watch. So unless cool. unless you were there this time where somebody bust a shock open on the end of the straight oh, and God <laughs> that was horrible that was that I was on I was the right after that. that. Yeah, oh well, yeah. I was that happened and I was stood on the rostrum while everybody was cleaning it up. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, well like, I was saying that that round, whoever took TQ in that round was eight seconds slower than uh, the round before. Yeah, yeah. And it, it stayed. It didn't really go. Yeah, it did. It was yeah. worse in four-wheel. Yeah, it was worse well, in four-wheel. Obviously, yeah. you're going a lot faster in four-wheel and, uh, and turning yes. in you know, harder. And it, it just understood. First lap, I went that straight. After that, I turned in and nearly hit them doors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the problem like, was, it was like in patches. It just stayed on the tyres for like, mm. almost half the lap. Until yeah. I thought it was until you come to that like wooden up and down. And then finally, after you got to that part, is when it felt like it almost cleared a little bit. But yeah, I think that... what it probably was is you know when you went into that corner tabletop, they're made of like OSB board. Yeah, you've yeah. kind of as you're going up there, your tires are revving up, and they're probably just sanded a bit, and the dust on it, it yeah. soaks. Yeah. The... But yeah, I mean, ideally, we probably should have emptied about four cans of brake cleaner down that <laughs> bit of the straight before we carried on. But oh, we spent that much money on tape, Chris. <laughs> oh God. I'm, but you know what? A week before the next workshop, I'm buying shares in a tape company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, it was like there was six minutes in between every run while oh, something was God. while he was out there taping. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jesus. But, Two seconds. It Two was good. It was good. It was good. I, I love it there. I, I do. I think it's it's yeah. an awesome surface. I think it's, for me, it's the best series, the indoor series of in the country. Mm. Mm. So the question is then, Rush, you had a go. I've been pestering you for weeks. Are, Are you, you going to get yourself booked in? Yeah, I'd like to come come to one. I don't think I'd bring Bruce there. I think he'd struggle. Um, but I yeah. think yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to do one. But by, by, by the time the summer's come through, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Get yourself booked in for the January one. Yeah. I'll have, well, two in January. Yeah. I'll have two a look. in January. I'll have a look. I'll have a look. So I've got obviously I'm doing some other series, so I'll have a look. Which yeah. I'll have a look at the dates. So if Chris sends them me, and I'll tell you which one I'm going to come to. I think there's four left, six rounds this year yeah. uh, instead of seven because uh, I think last one we're going to drop on MKGP weekend. So yeah. they just not and they had EOS, which were first one something like that. They've changed the last date, Matt, haven't they? They've changed the oh, last yes. date. Yes, they have. Yeah, that was the one that was clashing with the MK. So they've changed yeah. that, um, and then obviously we lost a round because of EOS. Yeah, that were it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, plenty to go at Russ. Yeah. No excuse. Yeah. I'll even lend you a four-wheel drive for the day if you want. You, oh, nah, you're awesome. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> how, how about I just do four-wheel drive? <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll come up, mate. I'll come up. I'll come up. I won't have to try. And another thing as well that surprised me as well about the place is looking at your car, Chris, you didn't seem a lot far away from... Another thing, you know, from, from like an indoor setup, it just looked like, you know, a normal setup, maybe a bit more toe on it or something, but it didn't look like it was a full outdoor setup and things like that. No, I think the the trick with it is getting a setup that works up that is a drivable car, but also that you can push. Cause if you can't push it, you can't generate the heat in the tyres. Yeah. And yeah. if you can't generate. If you can't generate the heat in the tyres, you're stuffed. Yeah, because I was saying, I was saying to Neil. Um, you know, I, I was amazed that you know if you went offline, how little grip you had, and you had to be so critical to be online. And Neil being Neil was like, "Well, ain't that the same as all motorsport?" <laughs> like, no, Neil, trust me, you can you can be three foot off the apex on EOS and still have pretty decent results, mate. <laughs> at, at club level, you know. So, yeah, yeah. For, for the mere mortals, yeah. Yeah, for normal people. Yeah, normal humans. You see, what Neil doesn't realise is that at some point normal people make a mistake which puts them <laughs> offline and it's the amount of grip that they have to get them back online is the big problem <laughs> you know the only time neil usually has to go offline is when he's like overtaking somebody yeah and then you've got like tommy who doesn't even bother overtaking them going sideways he just jumps over them half the time yeah yeah it's ridiculous they are but the aliens, as I call them. That's what they yeah, used to call the them. Auto GP, the aliens, like all, all the yeah. top ones. And yeah, there's a few of them now, aren't there, that are alien level. Yeah. And uh, we need to talk about one of the other aliens, Ben Smith. Because uh, what a boy! Apparently, well, apparently, Roy. Apparently, Roy. Yeah. You uh, you deal with the mortal setups, while Orlowski deals with the, as we know now, the aliens setups. That's correct, mate. That's correct. I like to try and do me bit for us mortals. <laughs> for the mortals. <laughs> the club races, club races setups. That's it, mate. That's it. So, yeah, I, I try to, uh, I, I do try to help as much as I can up, especially up in the northeast, just with, I, th- I think just because I, I hate it when you see people going to, going racing, which is, you know, a hobby for like 99% of the people that do it and they're struggling all day. I just hate I hate seeing it. It's when they're struggling with the same thing every week. So I try to I try to help out where I can and, and give people a, a heads up. It's just something that's nice and easy to drive, really. You know, for them to then be able to go turn up to a race meeting and then enjoy themselves rather than turn up to a race meeting and then leave frustrated. So I try to do what I can to get the rise speed setups out there, mate. 
Right, <laughs> Does that mean you're also now rebuilding everybody's shocks and not just your own six times a week? No, 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 no. I, I, I will happily do so if somebody wants us to look at the show. So I've actually just had the lads. I thought you were going to just asking if I thought uh, you were going to go with the northern thing then and go. I'll happily do so if, if the money's right. Well, yeah, there is that as well. well. My time's precious. I've got a young family, but uh, I'm happy to help. <laughs> did you did you build uh, so, Paul Ainsgo's truck that he won the truck championship that he never touched? No, he didn't do this. <laughs> one that he absolutely spanked uh, Matt Gill with. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> did he beat Matt Gill? He, he beat I think he did, Chris. I think he did. He did. Got a trophy Mate, for I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. I think. Now, didn't he say that? There's a trophy of it on the wall right in front of him, so he looks at it every day <laughs> just yeah. so he can say how he beat Matt Gill. That's the one. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> I, I do remember something <laughs> vaguely about it, but it's not talked about much. So no, no it's not. So I like to remind Matt every time I see him. Oh, you guys are poor. So, Matt, do we still call you Factory Matt Thompson or is it just Matt Thompson these days? What's the no, problem? Eugene's uh, adopted a name for me now, seeing as uh, I'm at Schumacher, and he says it's Factory Outlet, Matt, now. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've gone down a peg now, yeah. <laughs> from Factory yeah. Matt to Factory Outlet, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. You are MacArthur Glenn Thompson. Yeah, yeah. yeah MacArthur Glenn Thompson, now. It's <laughs> double-barreled now. Because <Yeah. laughs> you're posh. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's up to you. It's up to you with that. <laughs> no, I, I prefer dread with the new sunglasses. I think. <laughs> well, it's winter now, Chris. It's winter, so you'd have to wait till well, next year before they come out again. Yeah, but now, nah, but they're not just for the sun, mate. You think the amount of face they cover? They're great for like wind, for like skiing, for snow. For... Well, you wouldn't have been able to see uh, Armstrong uh, breaking it at Ross from at workshop of the week if I'd have had them off. <laughs> well, no, we, we wouldn't. I mean, the fact that you nearly vibrated the rostrum apart was uh, a giveaway. But, you know, shaking like a shitting dog. Oh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, nah, it was. Uh, so it was a good workshop. Uh, good every national yeah. seasons then. I'll let Rigel first. It's his first uh, his first series of nationals ever, so he can uh, he can give you his uh, experience on it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I didn't really know what to expect. I think because we were racing up in the northeast, you, it was difficult to kind of gauge where I thought I might finish and how I might do. And it basically. The first national and the second national were both my round scores that I dropped, um, obviously for the series, so it got progressively better. So I think I made E final at the first national, and then by the last final, I made C finals. So there was a, a good steady improvement there throughout throughout the series um, and ended up finishing, I think it was 40, 40, second or 43rd in two-wheel and 37th or 38th in four-wheel overall. So... Got F F two N in both classes, which is what I had kind of hoped that I would manage, obviously to to pull out the bag. So I was well happy, well happy with that, to be honest. That's, that's a good result, that is, mate. Um, yeah, I was and well obviously, happy. when you say it's your first national, is that you mean your first full national series? Because you've done the odd national here or there, haven't you? No, no. So Kitty, the first national I'd ever done, ever. 
All right, okay. I, I, I thought uh, I seem to remember you being uh, a Southport national, maybe. You didn't end the seasons, didn't you, Ryan? Yeah, I done, I done. What did I do? I done the Broxdoor end of season finals before COVID. The last end of season finals before COVID. Um, yeah. I was an F three, um, and I managed to make. I made the A in two wheel, and I BQ'd four wheel, and uh, that was the only sort of BRCA like national based events that I'd ever done before. And then obviously the plan was in twenty nineteen to do them. Um, but obviously COVID hit, didn't it? So I didn't didn't manage to get any nationals done. So, and then obviously lost uh, lost the regional series. So I managed to get me F two at the 2019 or 2000 yeah 2019 regionals. Yeah, yeah, it would have been yeah. Yeah, 2019 regionals got F two, and then um, and then yeah, done the end of season finals at the end of that year, and then obviously plan was to do nationals, but they all got obviously all got cancelled for COVID, unfortunately. No, I mean it's a great result for a first for a first time at, uh, well, please, at a national series. You know, Obviously, me and Ryan again. talk a lot in week. Um, you know, most, most days really about racing. <laughs> and uh, I said to Ryan like before, we, like it was week running up to national. At first one at Kitty, I says, right, just just drive round it middle at track, don't crash, and it'll not be a bad round score. You know, and it kind of. That's how it works all year, Ryan, isn't it? You know, yeah. That's what I'm trying to have a run with no mistakes, really. Yeah, yeah. I think for the first, the first three nationals, I didn't have to be marshaled in two wheel drive in any round of qualifying. Mm. But I didn't, wasn't particularly fast. I just drove around the middle of the track at ride speed, and it was. <laughs> that's where it came from. That's the exact. That's where it all came from, yeah. And then I think obviously confidence kind of, um, came obviously from those results. And then I started pushing a little bit more and then I understood the cars a little bit more, got set up so I like them. Because obviously I changed, I changed to Chewy before, obviously before this year's Nationals. Um, so it was all kind of a steep learning curve to go from obviously what I was with to, to running those cars outdoors. So I was keen to get the, the, indoor, the indoor season over and done with as soon as possible. And I was out doing as much testing as I could outdoors with the cars, um, just so I knew where I could have a base set up but for, for the mortals and not the aliens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm always keen to get the indoor season over with just about as soon as it starts. Yeah, I'm the same. So, so we can go back outside. Yeah, um, I think... Uh, I'm, I'm just, I just much prefer racing outdoors, and I feel like I go. Ryan went outdoors well early this year, and it was like February, and he were outdoors. He's like, you coming, you coming up to Durham? You coming to Robin Hood? I'm like, hell no, no way. I said, I'm, I'm not bothered if I do rubbish this year. There's no way I'm coming outside in February racing. It were freezing when he were going outside. <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> You're not northern enough, then are you? I'm not as far north as Ryan. No, no, Chris. I. I where I'm from, you know, uh, works up area. I reckon I'm like another five degrees, you know, on yeah. top of right. So. You're st- you're still inside with your pie and mash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, out over the field in a vest and shorts. He is. He is. <laughs> yeah. No, not for me that. Yeah. No, I mean, I just I just wanted to get the timing, so I wasn't going at the first, you know, the first national without having any time on the car, so. I sacrificed um, 
probably the last round at, at workshop and probably the last round at Nîmes where just to, to kind of get out and about and, and do some running outdoors. Whereas I feel like this year going outdoors, I'm in a much better, much better spot. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the year, I had some really good regional results as well. So um, nearly, I nearly managed to take my first regional win. Oh, uh, you're a lap half, away. One lap. Half, half a lap away. Half and then, a lap. Yeah. Um, and then, unfortunately, uh, somebody jumped over the top of us on a, on a risk reward, um, like, Double, um, and took the win, which was unfortunate. Who was that? Dave's knee. Oh, so someone really fast then. Yeah, uh, he, he's not slow. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he's getting very old now, aren't okay. you, Dave? Very old, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we have a we have a right laugh up here, me and Dave. So we like indoor season at Neem this year. Um, our, our Tandy's arse in the first one. Uh, sorry, he. He beat us by a place in the first one and then I tanned his arse in the second round in two-wheel. So we've got a little bit going. Unfortunately, I missed the last round because I was at a christening Sunday just gone. But uh, he didn't even make the A final. So, uh, he didn't even make the A final. I messaged him just saying I would have tanned your arse today. He went, my daughter would have beat us today if she was here. So, I mean, I know we take the mick about like the amount of prep you do. I mean, if I go a week without seeing forty pairs of tires that you've glued up, <laughs> it's um, I feel like you know I feel like I should have like the Samaritans knocking on your door or something, checking if you're all right. right. <laughs> but I mean, it's and I, I I mean this is a compliment, but do you think the level of your prep exceed puts you in a place in the nationals that exceeds your driving ability? Well, I, I feel like I don't have many failures. I don't think you've had a DNF. I haven't had. You know, I've had not one DNF at, at a national this year. So my thing is, I've, I've, I think coming from sports background, I kind of I like everything to be just prepared. Make sure that I'm I'm as prepared as I can be. So then the only um, deciding factor about how good or bad I do is me if that makes sense. So yeah. if I know all my stuff's right and it's all been looked after and it's all been prepped and I don't do well, well, then it's just on the driver then. Like, I, I hate I hate people having, just having failures, seeing them having failures all the time when they're at the track as well. And it's just because it's just a little bit, they've just neglected a little bit of maintenance on the car or checking things over. So I just want to give myself the best shot at having a good result, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, and I quite like the spanner and element, which I'm sure you can appreciate. It's good to just disappear into your man cave, whatever it be—a room, a dining room, or whatever—and just hide from your responsibilities as a man and a, and a parent. <laughs> That's correct. So, I'm yeah, sorry, so... I can't come. I can't come shopping this week. <clears throat> I've got to get my car dialed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, I'm sure yeah. it says that. Yeah. <laughs> so my, uh, my 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 missus is a teacher, um, and she's generally. She'll, we'll get the kids into bed, whatever. We might watch a, one episode of something that we're watching, and then uh, she'll say, "All right, I'm going to go to bed," and then that's it. I just, I'm into what is a mixture between an office and a workshop for me and the missus. Um, so if we're doing any work from home, and I just come in here, so I'm sat now, um, coming here, and I just, yeah, just take away with little things and. I, I like, these shocks for the third time that, that it isn't changing the oil or anything. All the setup is just putting fresh oil in. 
That's accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's just because he hasn't raced in three days. The way the cars yeah. are sat there, you know, the oil swollen in the you, O-rings. You know what? I'm when I take my shocks apart and pour the oil out. If the oil in the rear shock isn't dirty, I'm very disappointed. I've actually took them apart at all. <laughs> you haven't got your money's worth. Right? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seen, I, I don't want it I've filthy. I just want a slight tinge to it. You know what I mean? That's 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 the perfect <laughs> seen, time. I've seen one of his gear diffs. He is not lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like car. Like, yeah. No, it, honestly, I was like, "Do you realise you're supposed to put?" I, I said to him, "You do realise you're supposed to put oil in this and not graphite grease." Yeah. <laughs> well, when we said the back wheel was spinning <laughs> up, I think it was like literally spinning up all the time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah oh, it was. God. Honestly, it was like it stunk it was like gearbox like oil some... when I opened it up. I was like, "Oh no, no wonder." <laughs> yeah, it, it I never take my car apart at a meeting. It's really rare. It's all done at home. And I was like, this ain't right. I need to set the diff apart and have a look at that. And as soon as we lifted the cap off it, the smell that just engulfed the table. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It was literally, it looked like somebody <coughs> had, like, took a teaspoon of shock oil and mixed it in, like, the bottom of your nan's old ashtray. <laughs> it was really bad. It was that kind of colour. It was really but bad. But, I mean, though. I mean, the reason I bring it up, right, is because, like, I did a little bit of research. You've got on your Facebook just over 2,200 friends. Now, if you say 10% of those are RC, RC guys, yeah, yeah, um, there's only just under 8,000 members in the BRCA. So I think I worked out nearly 5% of those people are followers of yours and how good uh, an advertisement that is in terms of for your your sponsor yeah yeah you know you see a lot of social media out there from like pros but that's because they're contracted to do it you know right no ifs and buts about it when you see ryan mayfield <laughs> do the video it's because his contract says well we want you to do he so has- many hours of social media to promote our product mm. But you're basically just doing it off your own back because you like doing it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I didn't know those numbers, Chris, actually, so I'll write them down. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you have to put them on your uh, application next, next year, Ryan, when you're you next, next, next year. application next year, in, yeah. You can put that on. Um, I looked at yours as well, Matt, but my calculator didn't go into, like, minus figures. Yeah, so. <laughs> you need an older one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, got an yeah. abacus handy. It's all the time got that many friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roy did say something about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I'm class yeah. racing? Nobody else likes me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Matt, you know, you know, we were saying about how you leaving Yokomo was going to be like the death of Yokomo. Um, and it just well, con- and, it, and the big train continued. Well, this week, CJ's left Yokomo. I've seen. I think I've that's seen. it. Do you know what? This, Yokomo is dead in the leave. UK now. You know. I never thought CJ would leave. Yeah. Nah. Uh, I yeah. think CJ was more Yokomo than Mr. Yokomo. Yeah. 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 So, see see if anybody else leaves Yokomo. You know, it's coming up to the big guns, isn't it, when they renew contracts in, you know, sort of December, January. So, yeah. see if anybody else leaves. Well, Mayfield hasn't announced it yet, but... To me, when they've changed the name of the platform, yeah, kind of says a lot 
to me mm. without saying a lot. You know, like that old thing. Where, well, yeah. when you say nothing, it says more than when you say something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be like I don't know. Say if the if there was a if the low grip B six was called the NG the NC, and then all yeah. of a sudden it wasn't. It, just, it, it wasn't. wasn't. And you're thinking, where's Neil going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I still think there'll be some there'll be some big moves this year. I still think. Yeah, I think there is. Um, I mean, who's announced? Who's announced that they're staying at different places? Um, so Olauski, he's staying. Olauski's staying. The big one factory, Matt, you're staying. I'm staying. Ryan's staying. And then, um, obviously, that, I think you know Tommy and Jamie. They'll they'll be another Neil. You know, they'll just they'll be at AE for life. I think. I'd like to think so. Yeah. I'd like to think so. Yeah. Well, why would they move? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why would they move? Um. Obviously, the the big and obviously Mayfield's gone. Rifkin will not leave AE. Will he? You can't see that. The the TLR one. Will Cav still be there? But then it's. Yeah. Uh, I think. The I think he was. I think. Yeah, I do because you look with Cav, and obviously I don't know him on a person level, but it always seems to be whenever he moves, he's chasing the money. Yeah, <laughs> and who else is going to pay him? Yeah, at that, at that level. And to be point. honest, yeah. uh, not uh, not knocking the guy, but who needs him? Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, yeah, I yeah, mean, you've got Fen, thing, Ross, Fen's who... number one at, at, at Lossie. Yeah. You know, Olowski's <laughs> number one at, at, at Schumacher. You know, you got Craggy the Halls, Rivkin, uh, Associated. You know, there's some. Aiden, who... I mean, not just them, mate. I mean, in the states, you've got um, Aiden Horn. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely flying. Isn't yeah. It? You know, he's yeah, big, he, he podiumed at the that carpet champs, didn't he, in Cleveland yeah, last yeah. week? Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, yeah, the Fen... got. Big team over there, the Yanks, aren't they, for AE? Yeah. So, um, Tebo, I think Tebow's going to leave Techno. You know what? Know. The, 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 um, the no-name podcast, well, maybe not them, but on one of their posts, they were all saying he's going to Mallorca this week. Um, yeah, I see. As you mm. see, it was well, the last couple of days. But, oh, as well, know. aren't they? You know, yeah. they're all in with it. But, I mean... I suppose techno, the problem is now, I mean, Mayfield's obviously gone techno, hasn't he? Yeah. So, what's four, what four-wheel drive is Mayfield going to be running? Well, that's well a, he hasn't seen in York yet, has he? That's the thing, but you would, you would still think... still for York on his sponsors, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Just think that if he's going there, they must, they're going to want him to run the 10th car, but then are they going to bring a two-wheel out? Because if they're not, then what's he going to do? Just run, being independent and run... Probably run associate with a year concept. Uh, like, run a V6, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only other thing is, unless he's deal with techno. You see, I've heard that he's very good friends with you know the guy that runs One Up. Yeah, yeah, Randy yeah. So I've heard he's really good friends with him. So maybe he will. His tenth platforms will be One Up. Yeah, which are usually AE cars. But just not through <coughs> AE directly, yeah. I suppose. Or that's like what that CJ Jelling did, isn't it? He ran for A Main and ran Associates when he left Kyosho. Yeah. yeah, so you know, it's a. I suppose it's like a 
it'd be a fancy shop drive, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Be the biggest shop drive in history, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then I just I mean I, I love the whole people switching oh, and he's, he, he's on the uh, the transfer market every every week, Ryan now. You know, I mean uh, here's the big one for you then, Roy. If you're into it, where's Lee Martin going? Well is he going? Is he going? I don't know. If he is, I think he might go to TLR. I agree. Try and build the brand over because we're TLR. Yeah. That's what I, I, that's what I think. But for me, I think, obviously, the TLRs go great in the States. It's just they've got nobody to get a hold of them here. So if it, it wouldn't be yeah. the worst thing in the world if, if they did, would it? You know, for, no, for them. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, Lee's good at the whole media thing, isn't he? The promotion yeah. and everything Very, like that. Yeah. So it, it would make sense from a TLR point of view. You know, if you want to, if you need to build a team, get a guy in. But then you've but got the, that problem of how does TLR clash with Nima? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 exactly. They've I mean, got an eighth platform, haven't they? They've got an eighth platform, but if you remember, you know, when the spy shots came out of the eighth platform with the lay-down shocks, mm-hmm. there was a two-wheel drive next to it with lay-down shocks. Yeah. 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 So there's rumours of that as well. Yeah. yeah. But then again, yeah, you know, you he might, he might not be leaving York. He might just stay. Well, you know? yeah. yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's always the thing. Yeah. I'd like to think he's not going to just knock 10th on the head because I think there's something about having Lee and Neil at a national. I'll tell you what, Lee should have won EOS, four-wheel drive. I'll be honest, as a as a fan, I was gutted when Lee broke down, you know, in all three runs because he, he'd been yeah. fastest all, all four-wheel yeah. drive portion of the event. Yeah. And after he hit Tommy on straight in round three, he, he were done. He never finished a race after that. Yeah, he's, well, he, he must have had a problem with his radio, you know. And I'm reading really saying this for transponder us because yeah, because it would transponder. He, he yeah, changed everything in the car, and I'm like, well, if you change everything in the car, yeah. So oh. maybe that was browning it out and causing it to shut down, and then they were because they'd reboot it and it'd come back up again. Yeah, just switch it, it back on. Yeah, until it'd have a landing again, and then it'd you know do it again. So I reckon there was probably a brown out on the transponder. Yeah. Something like that. It's just causing a short feedback. Yeah. Um, yeah. I felt I was yeah, good at something. I mean, that crash on the straight was a big and oh, that, huge. Yeah. Huge. yeah. It took, it took, do you know how long it took Graham to get Tommy's car back together? I mean, it was really fiddly to get that double-sided tape back on the receiver. I Honestly. The stress on Matt's face. We thought we were going to have to help him. <clears throat> that's all it did, it's, isn't it? It's always it the car. Body it, but it's always it the car that's move. Always the car that's moving is is the one that gets the damage <laughs> because it, whatever hits the emo because the car's moving, it's got the force, hasn't it? You know, the, the car that's stationary doesn't really get that much knocked about. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I were I were gutted for Lee on that because mm. you know it it were. He was best up for Brits, and I think he deserved it. You know, yeah, he, he, he had a big win in 10 for a while. And I think, like I said, people wanted him to win. I did. When, you know, when it comes to finals. 
Yeah, I think when you look at it, it would have been it would have been kind of fitting if you'd have had so obviously Neil took two wheel drive. Yeah, yeah. In the first EOS in Britain. I think for Lee, like his age old sparring partner, to have took the other half of the trophy. Yeah, one each. Yeah, I yeah. think that had been very, very fitting for for UKRC. I, I think it'd have yeah. been a good result that a pop yeah, I think it'd have been good that. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think anybody would have gone away disappointed with that, apart from the people that didn't win. Yeah, you know? yeah. as a fact, I don't think I'd have been disappointed. The old saying goes, doesn't it? That's racing. Well, to finish, to finish first, yeah, first you must finish. It's, it's literal, isn't it? Yeah, you know, but I don't know, it was a good one. It so, was. Awesome. Your, your season then, Matt. How did yours go? Nationals? Last done season. Like- national season. Uh, yeah, got a bit slow getting going. Obviously, I'd just swapped to Shoei for this was my first outdoor season with Shoeys. Um, and like Ryan, my first two rounds, Kiddy and what was the next one? With Southport. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I dropped all Kiddy and I dropped the two-wheel at Southport, yeah. Yeah, I dropped them. Um, so a bit of a steady start, but... I normally prefer two-wheel. I'd prefer driving a two-wheel. And I actually did better in four-wheel this year. Um, you know, I think top half at B final in five out of six nationals. Um, then, yeah, I, I had a better result in four-wheel than two-wheel. Um, got like a setup on the two-wheel towards the end of the national series. And top half in B in the last few nationals. But it were a bit little too late with two-wheel. But yeah, yeah, it were overall very happy. Um, Med F1 in both classes, top 20. Um, yeah, it, I had a good season. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with my, my national season and, and regionals went well as well. Um, Four wheel drive second to Ben Smith, which not much I can do about that, really. <laughs> it's, it's a bit fast, isn't it? And so, and uh, two wheel drive, I managed to win it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, if you'd have gone a year do. earlier. If you'd have gone a year earlier, Ben Smith still hadn't won a regional up to that point. So you'd have hey, probably been I hadn't like either. That. Me and Ben had a bit of a, a joke and a, a running bet this year. We're going to be the first one to win a regional. Yeah, it's mental, mate. So, yeah. Um, ben Ben did do two-wheel drive regionals, but on one of them, he went home to watch Forest match. Uh, so <laughs> he ended up getting like a, an eighth or a ninth or whatever, you know, because he didn't start. Um, so yeah, that was one of his counting scores. Mental. Did you did you do the re, did you do the, the reason the Euros this year, Matt? I did. Yes. Yeah. How did you get on there? I struggled at Euros, you know. Um, I two wheel. I were a bit gutted because I think I had two top twenty runs. Um, you know, three. Well, my, my counting scores were top twenty runs, and I DQ'd on the same points as. C final, uh, yeah. So I, I was gutted with that. And then four wheel at the you know the warm up had gone really well. I finished I think I finished B five or B six at the Euros warm up, and I'd got a mega setup for Robin Hood everything. And then on the morning of the Euros, as, as Chris will know, they said you can glue out a wall on four wheel drive tire, which that I went out with my car and the car is it's it does understeer a bit as a four-wheel drive yeah. and once we started you know gluing sidewalls 
it, 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 we were chasing his tail. Like, my setup was nowhere. Uh, I, I, I turned up right just to, to give Matt a hand, and he's he's. I said, Matt, what have you done to the car? What have you done to the four wheel drive? And we basically, I just spent all day while he was practicing. Yeah, yeah, changing, yeah. Changing the car back it and put it back to some kind of. I think it were it were the were it the second day of qualifying you came, Ryan. No, I, I came on, on the practice day. With with the first rounds of qualifying, weren't it? One round of qualifying or something. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't seed very well. And then, you know, but we put my car back to how it was kind of thing. Um, but I'd, I got sucked into this putting O-rings on shock towers and everything that I shouldn't have done. But, you know, when you think everybody else is doing it, they're going quicker... I should have just stuck to my guns on what I know, uh, you know, sort of my local track, and I didn't. Uh, so I had a, yeah, I, I definaled in, in four-wheel as well. So I didn't have a, a very good Euros or a bit gutted with that, if I'm honest. But, hey, never mind. We'll uh, we'll go again. It's only well, there'll be another one next year, It's man. only one weekend, isn't it? You know what I mean? Or one week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I can't hold out any longer. I need to talk about Silverstone. And I need to know which one of you monkeys nailed Robin Schumacher off the track on Tuesday night. <laughs> you, the, the boss. What the hell, boys? Which one oh, of you? News travels so which fast. Which one of you is so fast? Cut. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Russ do, what Russ really means is he wants to know which one of you is denying for a CML drive next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of us actually hit him. Uh, you know, Robin had had a mega night, by the way. You know, there were like thirty people there, and a final. There were some, you know, some fast guys, uh, and and Robin met a, and uh, I, I had a bit of a joke. We were like, "Amen, Robin." He's like, "Well, yeah, I can't really believe it." <laughs> he says, oh, "Don't worry, lads." Like before we started, he said, "I'll I'll, I'll get out of way," uh, and we just had a bit of a laugh and a joke, and um, we set so I, I I altered the car for the final, trying some stuff. And I set off, and literally after about lap three, I thought, oh, God, it's like a canal boat. It's just understeering everywhere. So I qualified for Tommy and Jamie went, and then I got Ryan breathing down my neck, and I thought, oh, God, he's, he's, he's going to nail me here. And uh, I made a mistake. Well, we were coming up to lap Robin, and he, um, he, he, I don't think you know where, where to go because we came up on him that quick. And Ryan went one side of him, I went the other side, and I ate pipe and ended up on my roof. Um, and it would come off. Matt, Matt shit himself, crumbled under the pressure from me. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You know what, Ryan? That says a lot because he'll crumble under the pressure of you behind him, but he didn't bottle it when Craggy was behind him, did he? <laughs> 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 That's one of the best sayings you've you. ever. That's one of the best sentences you've ever come out with, Chris, on this show. Well done. Do you want to say it again? It was, it was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I would. But I can't remember what I said. He mate. didn't crumble <laughs> under the pressure when Craggy was behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when it was you, he shit it. So which one? Not so. Which one now? Robin Schumacher off then. Come on. 
Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, we'll get, we'll get yeah. some IAT shirts for next year. Did, did, did you stop your car and apologise there and then? Or, or, or what? Well, I, said, like, I said to Ryan today on the phone when we were just having a bit of a laugh earlier, I said, even if I'd have been leading and I ran into back of Robin and then I said, it doesn't matter, Robin, don't worry about it, mate, you know? But I'd be nowhere effing and jeffing with that, you know? Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. But yeah, it was a good laugh. It was a good laugh. Robin actually yeah. came off and he said, I'm, I'm so sorry about that, lad. Apparently, <clears throat> he said to Ryan, like, he said, I can't believe the, the closing speed on this section of track that you two came up on me. Is that what he said, Ryan, or something? Yeah, it was Moz. I spoke to Moz earlier today and he said that Robin had been onto, the, onto him and he just said that he had just said, I can't believe the closing speed when they're coming around the corners. It's coming, obviously, coming towards him. I'm thinking, us. It's, think about the closing speed Tommy and Jamie is they were coming <laughs> around <after you. laughs> yeah, yeah. Really but yeah, yeah a good laugh last night uh, we, we I were working you know quite fast south for me and Ryan were well south and he just said to me is there any way we can go racing on a Tuesday I said well we could go to Silverstone so um, yeah we both went trip down to Silverstone for their club night which were pretty cool actually to do a bit of club racing I enjoyed it cool Cool. Yeah. Speaking things. of club racing, I did see the little video, right, of you uh, drifting your four-wheel drive around a polished wooden floor, old-school style. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, so, that looked that, like some proper club racing, that did. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, a, little, it's, a, it's a tiny little club next to me um, called Time Mess. It's predominantly, um, predominantly touring cars. But they, they generally have a heat of buggies. Um, and I, I wanted to just try a few things with lower grip uh, on the car and some electric setup stuff. Um, so I went there on a, on a on a Wednesday night and I was the, I was, there was one other buggy there and I just thought, I'll just, we'll go on it. Like you say, mate, proper old school, um, polished wooden floor, running mini spikes on the car. And you know what it is? I had a right laugh. It was good. Yeah. Good. It's, and it, at it's no point were you scared of grip roll. <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> Just not. Just how racing should be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. laugh, mate. Yeah, it's a good, good little club just around the corner. I'm, I'm relatively lucky. Obviously, where I am, I've got now. I've obviously got two permanent, um, two permanent Astro tracks, and then I've got two series, like <clears> two, three, three clubs that run EOS carpet as well. Um, within sort of like 40 minutes of my house, which, I mean, is, which is great. I mean, that's really good because people have always, you know, call me biased because I'm in the Midwest, but people have always said that one of the reasons, and I, I, I tend to agree, one of the reasons the Midwest is such a, a competitive region is because you've got two national level tracks at mm. Telford and Kidder. <clears throat> you know, you've got Cov just up the road. Um, Oswestry just at the road, which has held nationals in the past. You've got literally, I think within 45 minutes drive of me, there's one, two, three, four, six or seven clubs that I can go to on a Friday night and race on carpet. Mm -hmm. Anywhere from Prima Felt to EOS. I think if you push that to an hour, I think I can go to Silverstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I think it's dead good that that's happening up there. And 
I'm glad you brought up permanent outdoor tracks because I was really happy to see, obviously, this year Durham got an end of season. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously... So, have they moved a caravan in for your practice <laughs> sessions yet? Or is that been... It's already been. It's already been all week. Sleeping race control, mate. You're going to sleep in race control. You're going to, you're going to proper just oople it. Just camp out there, mate. That'll be me. <laughs> you know what it is? We so... thought they were going to build... We thought you'd got one of, you know, your big buildings that you designed and have put in. We <laughs> yeah. thought you'd got one of them, being, a little one being moved over. <laughs> the sleeping oh, quarters. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> we've, ac- we've actually had your transponders put on a blacklist, so every time it goes around, it does send an email to the BRCA. How close do you live to Durham? <laughs> this track? Um, I'm probably about 20-minute drive. Ah, uh, close enough then. Yeah, from work <laughs> about 10. Yeah, it, it's so. literally like me driving to Telford. So you can literally yeah. do 50. 50- 40 minutes practice every lunch break. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you can do like five, pack, five packs, you know what I mean? Every lunch. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I've hardly done any running there last year. Hardly any. <laughs> um, honestly, I didn't. These two are laughing like you're lying, mate, to be fair. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know. When, when you say I'd... hardly any, but you live next door, you know, what do you mean by hardly any? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can think do garden fence. Yeah, it's like, Look, yeah, it's like... I, think I didn't do any club days there. I didn't do any of the summer series there. I right, don't... You're going to get excuses in now for next year. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a while. Yeah. Save them up, mate. Save them up. <laughs> I done. I done two practice days there before the regional, and then I done the regional there. And that's all I done. And how did you do at the regional? Fish finished second and four wheel. Oh, you did, did you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we didn't say how many race days have you done there. It was how many practice days. That's like that's like say, that's like Halliwell saying he hasn't done many laps around Robbie. They used to say, say that about Roy Curtin. He knew every bloody grass at Himley Hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that I won't be doing plenty up there this year. I'm not saying that. <laughs> didn't do much there last year that's all I'm saying a young family so trying to get uh, obviously if I'm doing the nationals and I'm trying to do the regionals trying to get any club racing in and practice is pretty how old, pretty are, you, how old are the kids? seven and five both old enough to have cars then mate there's no excuse sticking with you <laughs> yeah. I think so the, I take the big one with us every now and then, yeah. and he's but he's just football crazy, mate. Absolutely football yeah. crazy. So he, he goes and he just plays with the the littles kids. Yeah, they'll just play football. Like, the, well, I laugh when he came to um he came to the Robin Hood Regional and we camped out and made like a weekend of it. Yeah, and uh, he just played in goal for forty eight hours, mate. <laughs> played in goal forty eight <laughs> hours and just didn't move. Yeah, just played in goal. Came to see us when he wanted a drink or he wanted fed, and that was it. He's not really, he's not that bothered about the cars, whereas the youngest, he is. He, he's like, if I'm ever doing anything with the cars in the house, he's 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 always coming, what, what are you doing, Dad? What does that do? What does this do? He's like really inquisitive about the cars. And he's uh, he's probably got the patience for it, whereas Mule is just hyper. So him standing on the rostrum for two minutes, never mind five, is not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not going. So... But no, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love it to be a cool thing to do that, you know, as a, you know, a lads and dads thing, as you well know. Yeah. 
cool. Yeah, you... I mean, my lad's just started doing it, so I've got that whole trying to keep him focused on it. Whereas, like, mm. you know, you've probably seen at nationals, like, it's the first time I've only sort of been doing this dad thing for like a year and a half, nearly two years, and uh, so, but he comes with me everywhere, goes to the nationals, whatever, and he just gets out. Football comes out. Him, Harry, Archie, Dan Pohl, the Liddles kids, they all just disappear off. And I spend most of the day going, has anybody seen my child? Because <laughs> I feel like a really bad parent, but I haven't seen him for two hours. And he could have been abducted or, or anything. <laughs> We're not that lucky, mate. No, they always come back, don't they? They always come back. <laughs> yeah, well, he always wants feeding. <laughs> he comes back then. But no, it is, and he started racing, so he goes up to Potteries on a Friday, and he's doing really, really well, so you oh, know, good. It, it's good, to, it's nice to see. I don't race, I just do the whole mm. pit dad thing, because obviously, you know, hey, he suffers a lot. For me, the season finals at Durham, it's crazy that, pit dad, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he just goes, uh, well, Matt was a bit like my, Matt was a bit like my pit man at uh, Matt and Gallic, yeah. my pit man at the end of seasons this year. Yeah, well, no. My, no teams were it. No teams. No. You know, it was just help your mates out. It was one of my favourite meetings. I absolutely loved that end of season. Because obviously I was going to pit for Ryan because he'd come and pitted for me at the Euros. So yeah. I said to Ryan, like, I'll come and pit for you at end of seasons. Unfortunately, something come up for you, Ryan, didn't it? Obviously you didn't go because something come up. Yeah, it was my birthday. Um that, that weekend, the missus had organised like a surprise do. So basically what it was, I went back to my old rugby club and all my old, a lot of the old lads who I played rugby with, they even brought like my old coach came in. Um, So she had organised obviously all of that, not just obviously just for me, for my birthday, but they had like a do on. So she had organised and got tickets and my dad came up and me and my brother and my dad all went to that. So I couldn't, I couldn't do the end of seasons, which I was, I was gutted about to be honest. I would have, I really wanted to go. Um, but it's what it is. I'll go this so year. I, I, I like I I kind of booked it all into to go racing that weekend, um, and I, like everyone was like, "Well, are, are you going now, Max? Because Ryan's not going." I'm like, well, I haven't got anything else planned. I says, "Yeah, I'll 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 still come. I'll do a bit of commentary, you know, help out with race control." Um, so I still went. I tell you what, I had a right blast. It were ace watching some racing. It were absolutely brilliant and. Uh, yeah, it were it were a good laugh with Bode and we <laughs> right laughing. You did really well, Chris, didn't you, mate? I mean, to be fair, like I've never had so much of an up and down final ever. <laughs> I like, don't think I've ever seen one. <laughs> was it like it was fifth to tenth to third to tenth to third, <laughs> and some of the moves you were pulling were unbelievable. Oh, mate, I I just thought you know what. Let's just go for it. I think I think it was quite clear that once I'd kind of got the car sorted, mm. I'd possibly underqualified it by a final. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't want to be big headed on that, but I think yeah, I'd probably I'd probably underqualified it by a final and I probably should have took the win in that final quite mm. comfortably, but Yes, you should have, you know, yeah. But it was good to a, watch. Along oh, the way, mate. it was like 
it, normally I get nervous when you have people down there cheering. Oh, we were at Endert Straight at Mendip, and it's like it's it's a good bank corner at Endert Straight. We can see quite yeah. a lot of track. And there were me, Gallis, both Smithies, other people. Uh, we had like a Mexican wave going and everything for board, and it were hilarious. <laughs> like, everyone were laughing at Rostrum that were racing. <laughs> but what I mean is, you know, there'll, there'll be none of that Durham this year, right? Normally I get dead nervous with stuff like that. But like I was just laughing. And like <laughs> I think I pulled a couple of moves around that bank corner. You did inside. Yeah, yeah, it was you actually did. about like, yeah. a car's width. And I'm not gonna lie, half of the time I think my eyes were shut. I was laughing that hard. Because all <laughs> I could see coming down the straight was you'd catch him and you'd hear Matt going, He's gonna have him, he's gonna have him. And you're like, no, no, he's not, no, he's not. And then all of a sudden, I'm just, oh, it was just such a good laugh. And like you say, there was there was none of this, you know, it was just a, it was just a laugh with your mates having a race. It was, it was a real good fun time that I enjoyed it, you know. So we, this year we'll do it at Durham again. Um, I'll purposely underqualify the car. <laughs> I'm getting, my, I'm doing a riot. Nice well. nice we'll as well. Have to go karting. See, it was, uh, we'll see, it was good in the, the proper cars. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll do it in the go-karts as well. Yeah. Good crack. It'll be, uh, bring bring plenty of layers because it could be cold up there at that time of year because we are yeah. sat. <laughs> Middle green. of August, it'll be 15 degrees. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, we're really high, really high when we're on that track. And then obviously, you, be, you can see the sea from, um, mm. from, from straight, looking straight down. It's, it's high and it's, it'll be cold, I would imagine. Right, when you get that far north, it's not a sea. It's just a big lot of cold-ass water. <laughs> it's not a sea. To the sea, something like, you know, south of France, you can go for a little paddling and a swim and not be cold. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. When, when you're up there and you go in, you instantly turn blue and there's an oil barrel and a nappy floating <laughs> by. That's not a sea. Yeah. Just because we've got a coastline, mate, all right? Step yourself you down. You got some <laughs> Geordian string vest having a wash in the in the brook. <laughs> nah. Right then, boys. Time flies when you're having fun. We've just ticked over the hour, so it's time for the Hall of Fames. Who's going first? I'll let Ryan go. He's a uh, he can go first. Go on then, Roy. If you want to pick one or two things to go into the RC Hall of Fame, what would you go for? Right. So, obviously, I've not been racing that long, so I haven't really got too much I can lean on here but a couple of things that, that stick out in my mind one would be um, factory Matt Thompson racing for races for Yokomo from the, at the factory and he turns up to the nationals uh, sorry to the to the regional series and he's carrying his cars around in a Tesco carrier bag <laughs> <laughs> this for me is like one of the worst things I've ever seen for somebody whose cars are always pristine. Factory, Factory Thompson, he's carrying his bags around a fucking carrier bag, right? Oh, and he, he and his brother now are like giving him serious shit nonstop. And this, <laughs> six weeks ago, Matt, you finally bought yourself a couple I've of car crumbled. bags. I have crumbled to peer pressure, right? And I bought them J Concept car bags. And I don't see the issue with a Tesco bag for life because I could get it in there with wheels on, right? And get a few on. You know, when you bring it shopping in, get six or seven carrier bags. I were all right bringing my cars into venues. And now they've made me get these proper car bags now. I have to take wheels off. 
Unreal. <laughs> Have you got another one, mate, or is that just or that's the one you're going yeah, for? Yeah. I mean, that is brilliant. To be fair, just just Thanks, to point sorry. out the the awesome Centro bags, you can get your car in there without taking the tyres off. Oh, well, right. I hope the associated boys are listening. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say the second one for me. Um, I've actually got a third little little one, but it's more of a story than Hall of Fame. But for me, um, I think I've got to put the Durham track in there, man. We've been we've been after a uh, obviously a permanent Astro <coughs> venue for so long, uh, and n- now we've got one, and it's a, and it's a really good one. So, and just I know that the amount of work that went in there from um, obviously from from the guys up there. So for me. Like I said, I haven't been racing that long, so I've not got much Hall of Fame uh, inventory that I can lean on. But for me, yeah, just putting that Durham track up there and getting an end of season final and hopefully a final, uh, hopefully a national the following year for me, that's just a huge step for for for, for racing up in the northeast. So I'm I'm putting that in there. Cool. And what's your, and what's your story? So the same factory Yokomo driver. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he's, oh, been plan- he's been planning these. He has. They're the best ones, mate. Go on for it. Go doing, for it. Doing, um, so I've done the East Regional Series um, just after COVID because there wasn't much happening up in the northeast at the time. We didn't have any tracks. Um, so I, I came down and I, obviously I, I was pitting with Matt and, and Luke. Oh, no, I know what this is. <laughs> I used to have this, this little, like, um, like a little solo um, pop-up uh, like utility tent that I used to pit in. I used to take the piss out because it was only just big enough to get your table and your chair in and they used to take the piss so can you get yourself a gazebo I said alright well I'll tell you what you bring a gazebo and I'll, I'll pit him with you so Matt Matt turns up with this gazebo that looks like it was made in the 50s <laughs> and it absolutely tonks it down with rain I'm in my little one man pop up tent and it's bone dry, and Matt's got this leak from the centre of this gazebo, and it's lashing straight through it all over his charger. And then his brother gets on a chair, and he's trying to duct tape the hole up while it's just falling apart. And then we'll go and race, and about three quarters of the way through the B yeah. final, this gazebo is just cartwheeling down, <laughs> uh, down, basically down the field. It's over. It's landed on top of... Um, he went over Matt, Luke's pickup. Luke's pickup truck. Absolutely demolished. I've got a video of it of basically Matt ripping Luke a new one because he couldn't stick the tape on good enough. So that that for me was another very close Hall of Fame because I've not laughed that hard at a track. (laughs) 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 So the big question, Matt, is not what your Hall of Fame is, but have you come suitably prepared with equally as good stitch-up stories? No. Well... I have got a good story. It's not really a Hall of Fame. It's a bit of a story. Like, we're on about the rye speed thing. Um, the best one, which we absolutely died with laughter, uh, was was Torch National, four-wheel drive. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan um, he seeded because he'd done, you know, well, it won at last Nationals. He seeded in the top three heats top, as top F2s. You know, this, they drop, run with the F1s, don't they, in uh, sort of heat 10. Yeah, yeah. And Ryan, he'd set off and a couple of, you know, real fast lads had a bit of a bobble, maybe a marshal. The Colts race order after one minute, Ryan Clark in third. 
you know, we were looking at lifetime and he's going fourth in round or something, you know. And as it calls him out in third, oh, you know that rhythm section that we're in front of Rostrum, Chris, where it was like double, single, double up onto that corner yeah. tabletop. All yeah. of a sudden, like lap, lap six, Ryan started singling it all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we're like, Ryan, no, no, not yet, not yet. Don't stop. <laughs> we were all shouting and laughing our head off, and then it came off, and he singled it the whole race. You know, he started singling it, <laughs> just plopping over these jumps all race. And they come off like, it's like, listen, you twats, I heard you shouting. What are you shouting? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that one of the funniest things I saw this year at Nationals. Ryan started singling it after a minute. You know, <laughs> 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 so yeah, that was a good what one. was your uh, what's your entry? You can have your two entries into the uh, the Hall of Fame. Well, I've only got really one that I want to want to put in. Uh, I'm going to go a bit boring, a bit like old school because I used to race. Um, but it's from what I've seen, you know, recently, guys, like the, the lossy double X4. Uh, I had one as a kid. Um, it were a game changer for me. But, like, you know, more recently, you see people still running them. And, you know, and spe- specifically, like, Rob Fox at Workshop the other week, yeah. Chris. He, uh, he made mid-pack B with a double X4. And, you know, it were, it were pretty impressive. His lap times were good. And they're still a competitive car. The, these days still, you know, and on, on most surfaces and that, and it just shows you how good that car was when it came out uh, and how ahead of its time, you know, the geometry. Yeah, it was a killer on, on duration with the batteries then, with you know, 2000s. But now with iPod, you can you can run hot motors, you, you know, you've no problem dumping. And it's, it's still a good car, sort of 25 years on. So yeah, for me, I, mean, that's, I, I don't know how good it would be on the high grip. Like the no. style carpet, no, but you know, for what well, I think know, the... workshop low grip, it was like oh, that's it's... its wheelhouse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty cool to see, you know, a bit of nostalgia, bit of old yeah. school stuff that you remember as a kid, and somebody's still running one, and you know, other people around, you know, around the world still running them, and there's a market for them, and everything. It's, it's pretty cool that for me, yeah. I so I'm gonna chuck that in there, nice one. That's, a, that's not a bad shout. Do you want to thank your sponsors, boys, friends, family, sponsors, long-suffering wife, anyone in particular? Do you want to apologise to Robin, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll like, thank Shoewacker, uh, Model Sport, Paintworks, RC Race Prep, Silly Goat Graphics and Screws for RC, and sorry to Robin for running into him last night at Silverstone. Nice. <laughs> you you uh, butchered yeah, the boss. Yeah. Very similar, obviously. Schumacher, Model Sport, RC Race Prep, um, Paintworks, and um, City Go Graphics. And obviously, um, and Trish, uh, for, for Trish for the help that he, he gave this year at the, at the Nationals as well. So, big thank you to him and, and just the rest of the um, rest of the team in the pits this year. I had a, had a really good laugh at the Nationals, it was uh, it was really enjoyable, and uh, that was as much fun as, as the racing was for me. So, mm. yeah, thanks for that, lads. Nice one. Chris, do you want to thank the sponsors, dude, because time is ticking on? Yes, mate. A big thank you, as ever, to CML Distribution, to Schumacher Racing, and to Will Speed Racing. Uh, these guys have kept us on air this year. Again, like we said earlier, we got two more weeks. Then we're on to our annual Christmas bonanza giveaway. 
there are some really cool prizes in there. Um, so you've got two more weeks. Get liking, get sharing, get back through the back catalogue. The more you like, the more you share, the more entries you get. It's dead simple and it won't cost you a penny. Perfect. And I'll thank the listeners. Guys, thanks very much for getting involved with our Car Crash of a podcast that we lovingly produce for you every week. Simple as, as Chris says, don't forget to like and share. Every time you like and share, you get a ticket for the Christmas draws. as simple as that. Um, we'll be compiling the list um, at the Sunday before the draw. So, like I say, you've still got plenty of time. If you want to go back through the back catalogue and like, like and share 50 episodes on the wall, you'll get 50 tickets for the draw. Simple as that. Um, that's it. Boys, thanks for coming on. I hope I hope and pray that our laughter tonight hasn't ruined the, the recording um, for, for the <laughs> listeners because who, who knows what's going to come out like. But thank you for coming on. Honestly, it's been, it's, it's been great to, um, to, have, to have a laugh and have a classic show. Thank you very much. You've been epic. All right. Thanks for having us. But on. Cheers, lads. Thanks. 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 See you next time. See you later. Yeah. Bye.